Psalms chapter number 119 and verse number 113. The Bible says, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to thy word, that I may live, and let me not be ashamed of my hope. We'll pick up in verse number 113. We come to this 15th section of Psalms chapter number 119. And we notice that the contempt of evil by the psalmist is recorded in this text. We see in verse number 113, the psalmist has a good attitude uh, towards sin. It is an attitude uh, that many do not have uh, today. Uh, it is an attitude, uh, some may say, of the past. But I pray that it's an attitude that we have in our hearts uh, today as a child of God. And that is in verse number 113, when the psalmist says, I hate vain thoughts. And then he says, but by law do I love. We find here in verse number 10, he's, the psalmist says, with my whole heart have I sought thee, and let me not wander from thy commandments. We see here in verse 15, he says, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. And when one lives their life, their Christian life, by these verses that we just read, they will have the same attitude as the psalmist. And that is, I hate vain thoughts. So we notice in verse number 105 that this verse puts the attitude that the psalmist has in one's heart towards sin. For Psalms 119, verse number 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We go over to verse number 11 of this chapter, and it says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. We notice here, because the word of God is uh, hid in the psalmist's heart, because the word of God is a lamp unto the psalmist's feet and unto his life, we notice that this has put this attitude in him to hate sin. And when the word of God is etched upon our heart, as it should, it will put an attitude in our life towards sin that we look down on that we should look down on sin. We should flee from sin. But the problem today is that more people is running to sin than fleeing uh, from sin. So I hope today that we have this attitude as a child of God, as the psalmist does towards sin. In verse number 113, he said, I hate vain thoughts. The word thoughts means divided, wavering, or double-minded. It is someone who carries a double standard. And there's many today that carry a double standard. They're uh, one person at work, and then they're a different person at home. Uh, they're one person at home, and then there's another, they're another person at church. 
And it's good for us to be the same everywhere that is a true Christian uh, that acts the same regardless of who they're around or what the circumstances may be. We notice here in verse number 113, the vain thoughts, vain thoughts are defiling thoughts. We read in the book of Proverbs chapter number 23 and verse number seven, we read, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, put his heart, but his heart is not with thee. We notice here the way one thinks does form his or hers character. And here in verse number 113, the psalmist says, I hate vain thoughts. I hate vain thoughts. Well, I thought we weren't supposed to hate anything. We're to hate wickedness. We're to hate sin. We're to hate evil. And if you're a child of God, denied and saved by God's amazing grace, you should have this hatred towards sin in your life. We do not hate the sinner, but we hate the sin. We hate the actions that are performed uh, from sin. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans, Romans chapter number 12 and verse number 9, the Bible says, abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. That word abhor there means to dislike. We are to dislike evil. We are to dislike sin. And when you and I begin uh, this new year, just a few days ahead of us, we are to have this attitude. There's not a better attitude to have as a child of God going into a new year of a world that is corrupt, a world that's wickedness is all around us, a world where uh, being a Christian is for sure not popular. We need to have this attitude like the psalmist and say boldly, I hate vain thoughts. We notice here that word Paul uses in Romans 12 verse 9, abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. The word abhor there, it is the strongest way in English to express hatred. We notice here, but also in verse number 113 of Psalms chapter number 119, we notice here that the psalmist says, but thy law do I love. When one, when one loves God's word, they will hate evil. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot love a pure word and love a perverted lifestyle. You uh, cannot uh, live a perverted lifestyle and live the word of God. It does not uh, work that way. So we see here that the psalmist says, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. There's not a better thing to love uh, than God and God's word. Then notice here in verse number 114, the psalmist says, Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope in thy word. Verse 115, depart from me, ye evildoers, for I will keep the commandments of my God. Uphold me according to thy word that I may live. We must understand uh, 
uh, tonight that God's word is a living word. If one's going to live a life that pleases God, they have to live it by the living word of God. In verse number 114, the thou, notice what it says, thou art my hiding place. That word thou does not only refer to the Lord in this text, for we know no doubt that the Lord, the Lord uh, is our hiding place and our shield. But the word thou here in this text also refers to uh, the word of God. God, through uh, the word of God, provides both shelter and a shield for the child of God. Notice here, he said, I hope, I hope. The psalmist says, hope is not in vain. You may say tonight, we're living in a hopeless generation. We're living in a hopeless nation. Well, friend, tonight, as a child of God, we're not hopeless. We're not helpless. For we've got one that gives hope, that is hope, that is our help, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And we've got his word to fill our life and fill our heart full of hope, to fill our life and our heart full of help when we need him. In verse number 114, we said, I hope in thy word. I hope. He does not say doubt, for the psalmist has no doubt. In the word of God, I hope tonight, I pray tonight, that you don't have no doubt in God's word. For doubt will kill one's service. When you and I begin to doubt in our salvation and doubt in our Lord, it will kill our service for the Lord. Doubt will destroy one's faithfulness. When doubt is in one's heart, they are unable to be faithful uh, to the Lord. Doubt will remove one's joy. You can't be joy. I've never met a person full of joy that doubts everything uh, that you say. They doubt everything they say. Well, here we see that the psalmist is one that is a good example of one that gives service to the Lord, one that is faithful to the Lord, one that is full of joy. Why? Because he hopes in the word of God, an unchanging word, an undefiling word, a perfect word, a precious word, a pure word, is the psalmist put his hope in. We notice that doubt will stop one's witness. When you begin to doubt uh, the word of God, how are you going to be a witness? How am I going to be a witness to the word of God? We preach the word of God because we have hope in it. We don't doubt what's on these holy pages tonight. We trust them. We have hope in them and by faith and by faith only do we believe them. But doubt, when one doubts tonight, whether uh, uh, circumstances in their life, they have doubt or they have doubt about a job or about uh, every different thing in their life, we must remember that it is the word of God that removes doubt from our life. Then go down with me to verse number 115. He says, depart from me. What an attitude the psalmist has. What an attitude the psalmist has. It's one, a bold one. It's a believing one. Uh, Notice here, depart from me. Notice here, who does the psalmist want to depart from him? 
ye evil doers. For the psalmist knows that he will be unable to draw closer to the Lord when evildoers is present with him. For they will draw him, they'll try to draw him away from the Lord. The psalmist knows that he cannot accompany himself with sin or with evil doers. He makes this statement bold. He said, for I will keep the commandments of my God. The evildoers, here the psalmist speaks about in verse number 115, they do not keep the commandments of his God, of the psalmist's God. They do not keep the commandments of our Lord. And do not do not we see a lot of that uh, today in the hour that you and I are living in? Men, wicked men, evildoers, they don't keep the commandments of our God. They think it's just something that is uh, suggested or just an opinion. Well, friend, and I want to tell you the word of God is by far not an opinion. It's by far not a suggestion, but it is a law that is laid out, a holy word, that you and I are to live our Christian life by. And by reading this word and applying this word to our life is the only way that we are going to be able to please him and to bring glory unto his name. Notice here in verse number 115, the attitude of this psalmist. First of all, it is an attitude of separation. For he said, depart from me. And every Christian, every child of God must have this attitude in their life to tell evil, evil men to depart from them. Then we notice tonight in verse number 115 that it is an attitude of service. And before one will ever have an attitude of service, before I will ever have an attitude of service or you will have an attitude of service or even our church, even our church tonight will have an attitude of service. There must be and there has to be an attitude of separation in one's life. And here the psalmist has it well in verse number 115 when he said, depart from me, depart from me, ye evil Doers, And then notice here, since he had an attitude of separation, now we find the attitude of service. The attitude of service that takes place in his life. He said, I will. Not that I may or I might, but the psalmist said, I will. Keep the commandments of my God. The psalmist said, regardless, regardless of what's changing around me, regardless of Regardless of how men view God's commandments, the psalmist said, I'm not going to change my view toward it. I'm not going to change my, my way of thinking toward it. He said, for I will, I will keep the commandments of my God. And we are living, we are living in a time that men want to push the commandments of God under the rug and live any way they want to live, pass any laws they want to live. But us, as a child of God, we must realize, we must have, we must, it is a must, that we must realize that we have to answer not to men, but to the Lord. And I, my friend, would would rather obey the Lord 
than men. I'd rather please the Lord than men. And in doing that, in this upcoming year, just a few few days ahead of us, we must we must have an attitude of separation. Separate ourselves from sin and, and the way men uh, trample over the word of God. We are to separate our lives from that. And we are to have an attitude of service to the Lord. The psalmist here is not saying this to his preacher. He's not saying to his preacher, I will keep the, the commandments of my God. He's not, he's not saying this to his Sunday school teacher. He's speaking out to the evil. He's speaking out to wicked men. And that takes, that takes boldness. That takes a character of faith for one to look out to the evil men and to an evil world and said, no matter what you stand on, I'm going to stand on God's word. I'm going to stand on his commandments and his law and his standards for my life and for my family. What faith, what faith the psalmist has here in Psalms chapter number 119. Putting the word of God in his heart, etched, etched deeply in the heart of the psalmist. I pray that would be our desire as we're just a few days away from this new year, 2021. Let us pray, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity. Lord, open the word of God, Lord, to preach thy word. Lord, I pray, I pray, Lord, that we'll keep your commandments, Lord, in this upcoming year, Lord, where we can worship you, Lord, and we can magnify you and bring glory unto your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.